This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, yeah, good, Yeah, good, so good. we just, we just like, so, ah, all yeah, of a sudden all over, all over the place, a little bit crazy, and then it's like, calm, be professional, kind of. It's like you weren't just together out there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> we say that every week. It's like, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? Well, I don't know, the we spent same, the entire time together. The same bloody thing as you. Exact same thing. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. So, um, we will introduce our guest, Lin- uh, Lindsay, my God, <laughs> <laughs> Julie Lindsay in just a moment. But uh, yeah, how's your week been, Ads? Uh, week's been good. I uh, I got to, I don't know about you, but I got to spend it in tropical North Queensland. Yeah, so I know. We, we got to spend it in tropical North we Queensland. Did. And, and the tropics certainly bought it on for us. Again. Yes. <laughs> it gave us lots of rain. I had to wear a jumper. How I fucking know, tropical is I that? Know, right. It was, it was. It was cold. Yeah. But it, what it wasn't, it was hot, then cold, then hot, then cold. It couldn't make its mind up. I think it was it, it, it was warm. The temperature was warm. I think it was the Arctic breeze. Yeah, that I blew know. Yeah, and the rain is the downer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just yeah. It would be beautiful and sunny and blue skies and all of a sudden start pissing down rain. It's like, what is this? That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, we're not, it's not even the rainy season, is it? Like, yeah, it's, no. supposed, to be, it's so. supposed to be nice and dry. Oh, is it? I it's feel like it's just always rainy up there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does. But it does. Hot. It, yeah, this is true. This mm. is true. But yeah, it definitely wasn't any, wasn't really much warmer than here on yeah. the Gold Coast. So yeah. It was Cairns really Marathon strange. Festival though. Yeah, fantastic event. That was so cool. It Thank was. you, Atlas team. You Thank guys you rock. Atlas. It's um, another great event. Oh my God, I can't talk today. Invent. In, invent. I invented event. an event. It was the a ev- wonderful the event. Advent, the advent of the event. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. I feel like this show is going to go to shit. <laughs> do you guys have a bicker? Oh, yeah, constantly. That's <laughs> all we do. <laughs> poor, just for the show. Yeah, no, no. Poor, poor bugger has to deal with me constantly. Oh, of course we bicker. Jesus. <laughs> fight with you. No, I fight with my own wife. Yeah, I know. Um, but my wife and I don't fight because I take it all out on you. Yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. the work wife. Yeah, yeah we, work we spend wife. far more time together. That's the problem. If Christy had to put up with you 24-7, she probably would too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Take him. Take him. Please. Please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. But okay. uh, no, nah, yeah. cool. It was. It was great. It was really good. We'll talk about it a little bit more later mm. in the show. But yeah, we've we've had a wonderful weekend. Yeah, it has been. And we got, only got back, what, late Sunday night? Late Sunday, yeah. We got in like 10 o'clock or something. And then went to an event last night and it's just been all go 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 mm. and even got here late for the podcast today so yes yeah, sorry about that Jules <laughs> it was <laughs> red carpet made up for it oh, Every exactly. t- we, we sit there we go for lunch before we we come to the studio I'm like we're doing really well for time this is and something always goes to shit like, like we were running 20 minutes early just yeah anyway 
Anywho, yeah, we're here. We should here. just we we shouldn't say anything. We should just let it happen. Yeah, yes. Um, because I think I feel like when we say, oh, you know, we're doing really well, we're running really well on time, then um, we no, jinx no, ourselves. No, 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 yeah. Hey, do you want to interrupt? <laughs> interrupt. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to interrupt. <laughs> I, I think we're both a bit out of it today, hey? Let's start again. <laughs> would you like to introduce our guest? I would like to introduce our guest. Hello, Jules. Oh, oh, hang on, press the button, press the button. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Done. Did balloons come down? <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> The Water Cooler. So the Water Cooler is our segment where we are just having a chat around the Water Cooler. Yeah. Mm. And we interview we do. cool people. We interview cool people doing cool shit with their lives. Mm. And I can tell you something now, guys. This lady is doing incredible things and yes. you want to hear her story. So um, this is Julie Lindsay. She is a 48-year-old mum of two. Uh, she was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer in April 2022 and was heading into her third bodybuilding show with the NBA in Brisbane. Following nine months of chemotherapy and radiation, in January 2023, doctors discovered the cancer had also been in her liver the whole time. She's currently undergoing her second round of chemotherapy following a liver resection and gallbladder dis- dissection, resection, dissection in um, February of this year. Um, she's extremely passionate about sharing her positive experiences and the impacts that weight training have had throughout her cancer journey in the hope that her story inspires others to use exercise as medicine. And um, what an incredible journey it has been. So we are very, 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 very very blessed to have our good friend Jules on the show now and um we, we met you in the gym yep oh, a few years ago now I think it was before the third show yes yes, yes. Yeah. yeah 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 so looking very very um Jacked. trim and buff yeah. at the time yeah so <laughs> yes so just a correction I must have written that wrong so I had a uh, liver resection gallbladder removal Yep. And lymph node dissection. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Or, or I could have been reading it wrong, also. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. So they took a section of the liver. Gallbladder was in the way, so they had to bin that. Mm. Yeah, I wish they hadn't, but they did. Yeah. And then the nodes before going into the surgery, they did the scan, and they were like, "Well, they're lighting up," which. It's kind of weird to me that nowadays they don't know lighting up busy versus lighting up cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, so they were like, if we were you, we'd get them taken out. And I'm like, mm. okay. So they took them out and there was no cancer because oh. the radiation had worked. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. But that's the swelling I've got now is from that procedure. Yeah. Okay. So part of me goes, kind of didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. But then I also go, well, it gave me peace of mind that. Exactly. Yeah. And worked. also it will prevent further issues in that area in future so yes. yeah so that's mm. i guess positives negatives you, it's one of those things you can't do anything about it now it's so done. yeah, yeah. yeah. You just gotta fucking yeah. get on with it, and it it sounds like you know my limited experience and I've, I've got a few friends that have had different types of cancer and it sounds like if they even suspect lymph node involvement at some point in any way shape or form they're just not even gonna play they're, they're not even gonna play they're just gonna no. go yep Let's yeah. yonk those out. Because yeah. if we think about what that does, what the lymph, lymph system does, it just yeah, spreads. Yeah, yeah, spreads it. yeah, yeah absolutely. And same with the liver. The liver is the transport system for a lot of cancers apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. if yeah. it's in there, they're like, that's just going to spread. Yeah. So let's get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair mm. enough. And they don't do a lot of biopsies for 
liver cancer or mm-hmm. cancers because it can spread it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. No, I didn't know that. No, I didn't like, know that. Why don't you just do a biopsy? Why are you taking a chunk of my liver in a major operation? Yeah. Involving all these people and all this money. Mm. Do a biopsy. And I'm like, that's just weird. Yeah. Because if they stick it in. Yeah. And then as they as they out, remove it, it yeah. Things okay. move. That, things move. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that okay. make, makes sense, I guess, when you yeah. think about it. But yeah, yeah. wow. So for you at the, at the start of your cancer journey obviously you were you were at the height of your physical fitness mm. what were your initial symptoms what made you think okay there's something not quite right here so it was tricky because i was in prep so in yeah. prep you're tired yeah you um yeah it, it, you're tired you kind of don't look as healthy yes. <laughs> as you normally yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people looking at you going you don't look great yeah i started like having little naps but like not just little naps i would be sitting there playing on my phone and just go, like, oh, unable yeah. to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, again, that's just prep. The main two things was really the lymph the lymph node swelling, mm-hmm. oh, okay. which was probably as big as that is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they really stuck out. So in your lower abdomen? Yes, yeah, so yeah. it was just a bit further that way. Yeah. And a change in bowel motions, some yeah, bleeding, okay. but nothing like – oh, and pain in okay. the area. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, because with my cancer, because cancers are all different, they're yeah. confusing and they're tricky, and I had, I didn't know anyone really with cancer before I had it, so I had to learn as I went along as yeah. well. I have, I technically have colon cancer, mm-hmm. so which would normally present as a colon tumor in your, um, in your colon. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, I had that tumor to navigate or sort of go down and grow in the, at the top of my rectum mm. oh, okay and they see that like one percent wow yeah. Ever. yeah it's very rare yeah mm. so uh, the when they did the colonoscopy there's the the d- surgeon was like like i don't like we found something and it's a tumor but it doesn't actually make a lot of sense what mm-hmm. we're looking at versus what we would normally see in that area yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was already five by three centimeters. Mm-hmm. Okay, in in that area, which yeah. is a lot. It, yeah, in that decent area. size. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. And it was ulcerated. Ah, oh. oh, ouch! <sighs> so the pain. It, yeah, the the pain must have been horrendous. Quite, yeah, and I was going to the doctor all the time, going, "It really like it's really painful." Yeah, and then I sort of just. Stopped being able to go to the toilet at one point. Oh, which, God. Yeah, which had yeah. never happened. Yeah, and in, that su- in itself, that whole situation of not being able to go to the toilet is just, yeah, Horrible. that's awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then we treated that and then I was still going, my nodes are really swollen. She's like, oh, no family history, which now just not doesn't even need to be considered. They shouldn't even ask that no. question yeah, yeah. anymore. No. Um, and then so she felt it. And then her face dropped. Oh. I was like, yeah, I think I'm in trouble. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. So that was probably the major symptoms. I was thinking the other day as well, I used to bruise like a banana, like mm. seriously. And I just don't bruise the same anymore. So okay. I, yep. what that it, it has to be related. Yeah, yeah, yeah That was sure. probably something else. But col- bowel, colon, you know, so hard to pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if your absolutely. bowel motions change, people go, oh, yeah. ate something. Funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. enough water. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And people bleed from that area and go, oh, I've just cut myself. Yes, yeah. yeah. And don't want to go to the doctor and don't want to be looked at in that area. Mm. Exactly. And I, I think that there's, for a lot of people, so much embarrassment around yeah. it. Yeah. Which, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's your health. It's everybody has to shit. <laughs> Every, everybody does. Like, everybody does All it. All the time. There's, exactly. Yep. So, so why, yep. why worry? about that stuff you especially if you're going to see a doctor like they they you know no shit's given by them not at all 
I think it's more people. <laughs> You're terrible. Uh, boom boom I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think people, the stories I hear is that they, they go, even if they're young, and mm. the doctors are like, oh, it'll be IBS. Yeah. Be whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's, and, I th- and I think that happens with medical professionals with, with a lot of illnesses. Mm. There's always an assumption that it's the least, um, mm. it's the worrying most common thing. thing, the least worrying thing. Yeah. And, yes. and, you know quite often it's not and yeah. and yeah there needs to be more um more understanding and more curiosity uh, curiosity from the doctors yeah, yeah absolutely sounds familiar to me yeah i know it's yeah. familiar to me as well yeah, yeah. I, I, my kidney shut down in uh 2018 <laughs> and um i just kept going back to my doctor going something's not right we need to investigate this and he's like oh it's just a virus because it was it was the way it presented was really weird i had a really bad cough that i couldn't get rid of I was fatigued um, and he was like, oh, it's just a virus. It'll go eventually. And, but you know, months later and I was still, and it, and it ended up being my kidneys had crapped out. So mm. yeah. So um, I think the scanning process is expensive. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they'll do everything they can to try and avoid all the extra testing costs. And, and yeah, it's the same with anything, but yeah. quite often and, you know, more often than not, they end up costing themselves more money in the long run because they're yeah. fighting something which is harder percent. to harder to treat. I can't yeah. even imagine, like if I lived in the States. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Absolutely. What the bill would run at. Yeah. Well, well, for me as a, as a type 1 diabetic, we, we used to live in the, the States and had to leave because of the, you know, the health costs over there. And it's just, it's, um, yeah, it, it's ridiculous and it's awful. And, you know, a, a single vial of insulin over there is like $3,000. Oh. And, and that lasts you a couple of days. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to, to think how lucky we are in this country. We are. So lucky. We are we are truly blessed, um, you know. Same in the UK with the NHS, but at the same time, it does have its issues. I think, mm. um, you know, I think often and not because of the costs involved in things, we things can take longer to be diagnosed and mm. and whatever for that reason. So, yeah. Yeah. and that, that's one of my biggest bugbears with our system, the way our health system, the way it is. At what point do we? look at something and go, okay, we're saving money from testing and, and, you know, you know, proactiveness, but we're spending a bucket load in treatment mm-hmm. at the other end yeah. at the other end well you know and you know, coming, going back to the the whole example of being type 1 diabetic mm. they will fund insulin pumps up to the age of 21 i think it is but after that you, you're back on injections again if you can't afford to pay for a pump yourself mm. and yes a pump is you know 10 to twenty thousand dollars but if you look at the complications that type 1 diabetics have as a result of poor controlled blood sugars you know there's young death there is you know kidney issues amputation there there is a whole list of problems that if we just had pump technology which is it controls your sugars much better by it's by by about 200 percent yeah um they you know they did they'd save costs in the long run anyway i digress i digress you have questions you have many many more questions i thought you were gonna ask questions oh i can't bloody see them oh, yeah that's why i asked you <sighs> You read the questions. Oh my god! You do the questions. You always do the questions. You know how you were talking about bickering. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we do. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so we, as we said, we met in the gym. Yeah, we did. So, where did your love of health and fitness come from originally? Where did that stem stem from? I don't. I've just always been into it. I've always been good mm-hmm. <laughs> at sport. Yeah, which you know is obviously leads mm. you to keep doing more and more sport. Yeah. 
I was like a rep basketball player in high school. Awesome. Yeah. And then when I left high school, I went on to do, you know, outrigger paddling. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Grueling. Yeah. Grueling, but loved it. Yeah. Um, I was an aerobics instructor. Like mm-hmm. I was an aerobics instructor at school. Oh, take, cool. Yeah, the other students, I used to take them. That's oh, lo- really oh, cool. I love that. That's, <laughs> That's really cool. Really that is really cool. <laughs> I love that. I had a very good teacher. Um, so from that, I just then went on to do like little triathlons or just always ran and then started weight training. Mm. I don't know. God, years ago, always wanted to do bodybuilding yeah. and was always approached by like PTs in the gym and stuff because yeah. I have the right shape for a yeah. bigger competitor. Yeah. And it, nothing just ever sort of panned out. Like I was yeah. either – because my daughter did swimming like at a high level for about, oh, God, six, seven years. So mm. we, everything went into that yeah. at the time. So once she quit, I was like, okay, i got some time now. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. then started to really get into it. Then COVID hit and a few other things mm. dragged it out. But then ended up doing my first show in 2021, I think. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how, how many shows have you done all together? Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. So before treatment started, I would I went into that show I knowing I had cancer of some yeah. sort. Yeah. It, they alluded to it being lymphoma, which is incorrect, which it I guess on initial swelling, blah, 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 yeah. kind of looked like that. So didn't know what treatment would look like. But the specialist, the hematologist at the time, he said um, it's going to take four weeks for a biopsy for the – uh, notes. Yes. And I said, well, I have a show in four weeks. And he goes, do the show. Mm. He said, because then once you do your, once <coughs> you do your um, biopsy, you're going to wait for the results. Yeah. And then treatment will start. And I go, oh, because I was lined up to do ICN two weeks after yes. that one. And yep. then a week after do the other ICN. And I was so keen. I'd never, I've never been on the ICN stage. And that was the goal. And I was like, again. So, doing ICN. so for our listeners, what does ICN stand for? Well, I compete naturally. Yeah. Cool. cool. Awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's, um, I'm, I mean, I've, I remember us talking about a lot of this when you were, when you were going through all that and you just looked incredible. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did like muscles rippling or what? <laughs> I thought I looked terrible because no, you get, no. yeah, you get the imposter syndrome happening. Yeah. No, like from, from what you were trying to achieve. Yes. Yeah, you looked wonderful. Oh, yeah. wow. You did. You looked really, really You look great. across the gym and go, ah, Julie's here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I always look at bodybuilding competitors and go, man, you need to eat something. <laughs> but you can, like, people with, you know, 0% body fat, and it's it's crazy to look at because you you can see every single muscle there. But, yeah. you know, you looked absolutely fantastic. Thank there was you. a lot to be proud of. Thank you. A lot of hard work went there into was that. so much hard work. I had a yeah. nerve during my surgery and he walked in and he was uh he looked at me he goes because I was like after yeah and he goes you look familiar I said you look familiar too and I I kind of sized him up and I thought okay he goes to the gym and I thought I don't think he's a powerlifter did you used to go to EMF and he's like yeah and he goes now I know who you are yeah I was about to compete he goes I remember (laughs) so tell us a little bit about you know the prep work, the diet especially that yeah. you you have to. I mean, it's pretty um pretty strict to be able to get your your you know your body weight, your body fat percentage right down, so that so that they can see all of your muscles properly, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think 
It's tr- that's a tricky question because mm-hmm. everyone's different. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and for me personally, I was able to sit at a higher level of calories than a lot of other people. That's mm-hmm. good. I'm now wondering if that's because I was riddled with cancer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Feed the beast. Mm. Sort of yeah, thing. because yeah, yeah. when I came off the comp and it was like just eat and eat and eat what. No, and people do that. You shouldn't really do that, but I needed to do that because I was just getting skinnier and skinnier. Yeah, it did not matter what I ate. I could not put Couldn't weight put on. The weight yeah. on. Yeah, so but that I, that makes sense with the whole cancer thing, doesn't it? So my sister would make sausage rolls, <sighs> and you can imagine. Oh, they were so good. <laughs> <laughs> they were massive, and I had no appetite, but I would make myself try and eat it. We would put butter. Oh wow! On top of these just fat laden things. Yeah, and I was Still. just losing weight. Yeah. Wow. So, no. but before that, because I did a show, you know, bef- well, I st- probably still had cancer at that point, didn't know as well in 2021. But yeah, just a lot of um, high protein, mm-hmm. high carb, low fat, mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I chose, <clears throat> I chose to do um, flexible dieting, mm-hmm. which some people do that. So, some people like their food written, you must eat 20 grams of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like doing that. I don't no. like prepping food. I think it's all really boring. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, just go enough. with flexible dieting. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And so how 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 much were you training? How many times a day? So it depends in the bulking phase when you're going it, I think it was like five times a five to six times a week. And mm-hmm. obviously my calories were way higher. Yeah. Um, and then as you start to lose weight, you lose strength. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yep. So you start dropping the intensity or the weight and you start going kind of higher reps. Yep. It's really about if you can – people do it. If you can train through your low calories and still lift heavy, mm-hmm. you're a legend. Yeah. You're doing well. Yeah. Yep. You're a legend. I mean, I kind of – and it burns. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, but I remember when I first <coughs> – started training outside of prep because I've been in prep for so long that I thought I wasn't training hard enough. Mm. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> it's not it burning. Yeah. Like, why isn't it hurting? And then I thought, oh, it was the f- lack of food. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's um, it's, it's not good for your body. It's that, so that, bad for yeah. your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I, I think you see that a, l- a lot in, with people who've, you know, been competitive around the bodybuilding circuit is that, they, you know, their, their metabolism, once they stop training, mm. just goes to shit because they've had these yo-yo <coughs> phases through, you know, throughout their whole training days and it's um yeah it's um a bit of a bugger really (laughs) i think if you manage it like sensibly and you have a good coach Mm -hmm. who believes in overall health and wellness then that shouldn't really happen yeah i've i've i'm not a massive foodie like i love food but i'm not food driven yeah so i'm not someone that goes oh the second i finish this i'm having kfc i'm just not yeah yeah yeah. i didn't want kfc i think when i tried to have it it made me feel sick yeah yeah fair enough yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just right. adjusting. <laughs> Your batteries. Are oh no. Good job. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, um, you know, massive on that scale. So, talk to us about the um, about the mindset, about your mindset, and the mental challenges you faced. Yeah, not Do just not just during the the, the training and everything, but also yeah. to knowing that you had cancer to kind of um, push through that. And also keep training and keep yeah. competing and keep doing the the things that you're doing because that that takes a lot of mental fortitude. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I find that always hard to like put into words because it's just something I did. You just did. Yeah. I just yeah, you makes know sense. like I didn't. 
even for one second think, oh, I won't compete now. Yeah. In my mind, I went, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What if they tell – because the specialist had said, yeah, do the one in four weeks – Forget about anything after that. You're not going to be able to do it. I'm thinking, oh, my. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I get you have to have treatment. Yeah. But I didn't – I had no clue, really. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm well enough to well, – I'm still moving – enough to do the first show, mm-hmm. and that's a gift. Yeah. To be able to compete. <coughs> and I'm this close. It was like four weeks out or six weeks out, I think. Mm. And then I – when I found out, I – it was actually I was with my coach and he was the first person I saw after I got off the phone. Mm. And he goes, Well, are you still gonna compete? And I went, Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Goes, yeah. Right answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it's massively who you surround yourself with. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So which I surround myself with those people on the daily anyway. Mm. Yeah. So when it goes to shit, mm. those same people have the same mindset. Yeah. It just redirects. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. And I've always had people that just believe in me, mm. which mm-hmm. is amazing. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's super helpful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it bottoms out. Yeah. Because <laughs> because if, if they're people that have been part of your journey with you anyway, and they and they understand you and your mindset, but also share that those same beliefs, they'll keep pushing you. And, and even if it's not a, you know, kind of pick you up and make you do things, it, it just more in, in the way that they act and the way that they do things as well. It One just, it rubs percent. off on you and you, you act in the same way. So yeah. that's, that's why it's so important to have mm. such a good team of people around you at yeah. all times in, in any facet of your life. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, it leads really, really well into my next question. So there you go. So we, we talk a lot about your circle and the people around you and all that. Talk about the if you can just talk to us a little bit about the people we had around you at that time and, you know, you know, who they were and all that sort of thing. So it was a mixed bag, The way, mm. especially the way people – so for a bit of a backstory for my own family. So yeah. I had a sister who passed away three years ago now mm. and she had – she was the eldest. Yeah. And when she was nine months old, her and mum were hit by a car, a drunk driver. Yeah. And so she came out – she was born healthy. She came out of the back of the um, – Back then you didn't wear seatbelts. So she came out of it, hit her head and had an acquired brain injury. Yeah, okay. So she had 24-7 care, like, yeah. from all of my memory. Yeah. Um, so my childhood development was seeing someone who was significantly at a disadvantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was just always happy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Always happy. Yeah. That girl would drag herself around the floor to get yeah. what she needed to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had an uncle who was hit between two cars mm-hmm. and lost his leg. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And you would just never – he would have been in so much pain oh, like yeah. on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought he was so cool because yeah. he would just take his leg off and yeah. jump in the water <laughs> with us and swim. Yeah. At the same time, there's my sister in a little floaty. And like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So my whole childhood, yeah. we learnt yes. get on with it. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get on with it. Yeah. And Love people that. who faced adversity – around us just got on with it yeah and also got on with it like with great humor Mm -hmm. so in our family we've always used like lots of humor isn't it funny so many people say that who who have um you know had to show a lot of resilience in their lives Mm. usually humor comes into it um you know they've been surrounded by humor or they they have a humorous personality themselves i think humor has really has is is a fantastic tool to kind of yeah yeah, to motivate you and keep things going yeah i mean it doesn't mean that you don't feel it not at all no it's just it's 
it's how we deal with it. And, you know, yeah, exactly. Like an example would be the day my sister passed away because she's she died of pneumonia and. Mm. I got there after, like, there was a heap of my whole family were there and you can imagine it was like a scene of a movie. Like, mm. she was nonverbal and she was not – she was on her side. She was shallow breathing and whatever. And I walked in and everyone just – you know, and everyone's crying. And I walked up to – she hadn't spoken mm. and I walked up and went – how much attention do you need? <laughs> attention to Everyone you pissed need. themselves. <laughs> she, she actually spoke. She yeah. Went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone went, oh, she spoke. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's true. You, you, you've got to um, – um, we probably use humour at the most inappropriate times. But oh, I, I, yeah. I think you've got to. You've got to yep. – because it's, it's that, that – ability to make yourself smile and make others smile can just really change a situation and change mm. everything around and it's it's good to bring that level of joy and happiness into your lives even during the shit times well yeah. i figure regardless of what's going i can have a fun time at ed like yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah even if i'm dropped off by my sister i go go home i'm gonna be here for hours whatever i can have half the t- they'll come into my space mm. yeah and the nurse will go i don't want to go back can I stay with you? Yeah, yeah. Might as well have fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be in this situation. Yeah, exactly. I think you got to. So at the time when I was diagnosed, Mm. it was largely my family. I had a partner at the time who I've now separated with from and, but he, I wouldn't say he used a lot of humour, but he used a lot of positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Also an athlete. So a lot of that whole, we got this, we'll do what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also very, they were all... Um, I don't love being taken care of and I don't <laughs> like asking for help, but I've had to yes. in this process. Like yeah. it's yeah. not really possible not to. But it's interesting how people show up for you or how they don't. Yeah, you, yeah. I think you get both ends of the spectrum right. when you're going through this kind of shit. Yeah. So the, the ones that do turn up for you, I found it was so interesting the way in which they were able to or chose to turn up for me. Yeah. yeah. And so I always said, because the ones that didn't, so one is my dad who didn't. Yeah. And I, when I talk about that, I'm like, he could have turned up however he needed to. Yeah. Like mm. that could be time spent, that could be money, that could be organising appointments, whatever. Like there's a whole team here. Yeah. Choose whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> that can be over the phone. Yeah. But if you do nothing. Yeah. Yes. Because you're too scared, can't deal with it, whatever. Yeah. Mm. That's when I'm like... Yeah, this yeah. relationship can't continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but it was interesting because my sister during chemo, one of my other sisters, she'd come frantically clean. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to look at me. Yeah, but she was doing something and that's, you yeah. know, she was supporting you in, in the way that she felt. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, uh, she, I didn't want it. The first lots of chemo were way worse than this ones because I was actually so much sicker mm. and I didn't want to eat at all. And I didn't really know how to manage what to eat with the treatment and stuff like I do now. Mm. And I just didn't want to eat. And she'd go, I'll get you, what do you want? And chemo makes me want sugar for some reason. And yeah. I'd go, just get me a donut. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'll go get you a donut. She'd go down and get me a donut. She'd come back. <laughs> I eat the donut and I'd go, oh, I should have gotten two. She'd go, I'll go get you another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like your, your kind of dream yeah. service. <laughs> Except the last time I was in hospital, I was in the cardiac ward. So, you I've know. been up there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. They they are they're really good because you can talk because because a lot of people in there are old yeah yeah this is true. yeah hundred yeah, percent yeah. but yeah I I didn't feel it's like oh I'll bring you up some KFC I'll bring you up a donut and I'm like don't know I should be doing that in a cardiac ward where everyone around me's had but, heart attacks but and saying that when you were in the um 
in the having your legs chopped off ward. I can't yep. remember what ward you're in, now, but you had your legs chopped off. Yeah. Uh, we organised a big box of donuts for you to come in, didn't we? Yeah, that was that was cool. I ended up with a box of like freaking big, huge, huge box, box yeah. of. But how annoying is the dinging up there? Oh yeah, yeah. those oh, yeah, whatever yeah. they're called, those heart monitors. Because I had to have yeah. one for two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I got no it's sleep. It's up enough there. to drive anyone crazy, hey. And if it's not yours, it's somebody else. Hundred percent. But yeah. I think for if anyone has someone that they love that's going through cancer, mm. I think the most important thing, actually, really, really important that people overlook, is practical support. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, I would call, is my primary care at this point. Yeah. And she, she's getting tired. Mm. Like yeah. she, because you go through obviously all the different mm. treatments, but you don't bounce back. Yeah. Like, yeah. and say Sunday, even though I had a okay run with chemo, I was just not well all day. Like my yeah. stomach mm. was bad. It was cramping and nothing was really working. So I was kind of laying around and. So she cooks and she cleans and she's yeah. not asking me to do any of that stuff. Mm. But then, you know, the lawn needs to get done. Yeah. And then, you know, everything costs money yeah. and I can't work. Yeah. So yeah. if that's like actually one of the most important things yeah. is that if you do know someone, and I'm not saying force it on them, but kind of. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah make mm-hmm. them accept that help. I would mm-hmm. say no. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm fine. Because, because you don't want to be a burden and you yeah. don't, you, mm-hmm. you, yeah, I can cope, I'll be all right. But yeah, yeah. quite often it's, it, it really is that, that, that support not just the emotional support but the physical support that people so can important. offer yeah. especially long term cancer goes on for ages yes yeah, yeah. Like last um, week my ex-husband turned up and mowed the lawn oh good on him yeah. oh wow yeah, yeah we didn't even talk before yeah. this like yeah. it was on we were in court <laughs> yeah wow. But in court, yeah. yeah, and he's dropped food off. He's bringing that's lemons good. over because it's good for my liver. Yeah, well, that's good. It's it, a, and it, it it goes to show that um, you know people can show yeah. up even when you when even when there's a past, even when you know it's kind of. I think you just have to put those things by and say, yeah. Do you know what, the past is the past, yeah. and it, it's good to have um, good to have that support network mm. there. It's a leveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it, it's it also that I always say when someone you love gets cancer, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, that. Any of the old broken relationships that you're piecing back together with super mm. glue, yeah, that you're like suffering through because you think yeah. you have to because they're family. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden you go, see ya. Yeah, yeah. it ain't worth it. Yeah, if you cannot turn up for me when I may die. Yeah, yeah. Then, let's face yeah, it. Then you mm. then you don't need to be in my life. There's just no point to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, so true. Like, why are we playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so true. You're, I, I always like, and you know, followed, you know, some of your journey on on Facebook and whatnot. Um, your daughter too was you know, just seemed to be, she was always around and, you know, she was hospital appointments with you and all that sort of thing. That's a huge thing for, for a young person as well. Like, so we are struggling now Yeah. with, well, she's struggling. Yeah. Her mental health has taken a huge hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. You're all right. She's my soft spot. Yeah. And we've all got them, and and you know what? It's 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 a big journey and a lot yeah. for anyone to go through. So I can't imagine. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because she has seen me like she showered me. Yeah, yeah. Like up at the hospital and stuff, she's had to shower me. We tried to not like she doesn't want to be sheltered from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, do not hide stuff from me. Yeah. Do not yeah. lie to me. Do not whatever. But you kind of try and. You know, shine it a bit more than sometimes it is, but mm. 
horrible just yeah. Yeah, yeah it's you know tough for any any family member to go through but especially mm. kids. kids with with parents yeah. like that that must be a really mm. really hard especially because like i'm her world yeah yeah you know it's not like we like we're super close yeah yeah, yeah. so for her she's just and like i talked to my psychologist about it and stuff and she said for kids who go through it mm. and i've noticed she does this they get like really paranoid about their own health mm. yeah because mm. what used to be oh headache oh it's a headache whatever yeah they start going oh yeah. i've had a headache for two days yeah. What, yeah. what if it isn't yeah. just a yeah. headache yeah. 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 yeah it could be yeah. this or it could be whatever yeah. but i think yeah like i said we tried to like the, the when i came out of surgery because i deluded about that like i thought i said to my sister on you know before the surgery, just bring up my laptop like in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? And I'll do my like assignments and she's like, yeah, okay. I woke up after the like surgery and went, oh, this is, they told me, they warned me. They yeah. said, we can give you all the drugs in the world. You're going to feel it because it's your liver. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, you know, they don't really work on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Oh my God. So the mm. first night I said to my sister, no one's coming up here. Yeah. My sister went, no, no. I went, nope. No, no mm. one's coming up here. I said maybe day two, and even day two, I was like, I still had these needles out my neck, yeah. and like everything was connected. Oh, yeah. it was a, just a write-off. And then day three or four, my sister said Lucy wants to come up, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. She so you're me in the bed. She walked in, she went, oh, uh, just mm. yeah, and she froze, she froze, and then she went. I said, you do not have to stay. Do yeah. not do anything you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go downstairs and have whatever you need to eat or whatever. Mm. And she went, no, it's okay. And I went, no, mm. do not feel bad. I don't, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mummy's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, I mean, you'd have to talk to her. But, mm. yeah, she literally messaged me this morning mm. and said, you just have no idea. Mm how dark it's been yeah you know? yeah it's um there's a lot of so okay yep. just before i carry on with what i was going to say there where where are you at with your cancer journey now at, at this moment so i have chemo tomorrow yeah and then i have chemo in another two weeks and then i go on the on, on surveillance mm-hmm. colorectal team yeah okay yeah. so is are there any signs of cancer left? No. They're just trying to you know, make sure and yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's great news. It's amazing because yeah. when you, I didn't even imagine at the beginning that it would work. I just thought it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So then as I've gone through the treatment, I've learned people like I'll see, cause you connect with others and they're like, oh, you know, it's not reducing the tumor. I'm like, oh, it mm. doesn't always work for people. Yeah. 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 How torturous. Yeah. Like yeah. to go through all of that and, and it's still not, and it's still not yeah, work. And, yeah. and do PET scans and then have to wait and scanxiety. Yeah. Scan yeah, scanxiety. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So at this point, they said to me in my last appointment that so there was something in my lungs, but they went, Don't even stress about it, everyone's got those. Yeah. And yeah. and we scan someone all the time. We just find everything that you're walking <laughs> down the street. <laughs> you know, yeah. You'll be fine anyway. Yeah. Um and they said my liver was still making some colors but they went you know you've just had surgery yeah so like we're not too worried yeah 
Okay, cool. I don't know what happens if mm. that comes back with anything on it. Yeah. But I don't think about that stuff. No. But there's there's no point in thinking about the what ifs. No. Mm. You, you, can't, uh, you can't do anything about it. You just have to kind of roll with the punches and, and see what happens and then deal with the issues as they arise or yeah. hopefully just celebrate when they don't. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, celebrate the small wins, celebrate each each little good piece of news you have. 100%. and then But deal with the issues as they arise because thinking about it too much, it's not going to help anyone. No. No. certainly not going to help you it's not going to help your family and, and not going to help the people that care about you so you may as well do everything you can just to deal with the good shit yeah. <laughs> just you know the, yeah. and, and and that's you know pretty much the way i deal with my health stuff as well because it's a, what what's choice you got? Yeah, yeah you don't you don't have any other job or give up no, no you do you, people have a choice and i see them make choices mm. where they sink into it yeah. and i'm like oh that looks like a really long road out of that sinking yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah. Mm. they just get all up in their head yep. and they become the diagnosis, they become the yes. disability, the yep. disease, the whatever. Yeah. And I get it. I get how easy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's easier to allow yourself to, yeah. to get into that position so much easier. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's easy to let the, the darkness take over because you, it doesn't matter how strong and resilient you are. We all have those shitty thoughts. Of course. We, you know, we're human. Everybody's yeah. human. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of fear out there for anyone who's going through a big battle such as this. But mm. at, at the end of the day, if you allow yourself to be in in that dark place for too long you will suffer the people around you will suffer and and if you are facing a, a terminal diagnosis mm. then you're not going to enjoy what time you've got left 100%. so ch- choose life choose enjoyment choose happiness make that choice but even if you get a terminal diagnosis nowadays Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Things can happen. Things can. I I was told I'd have five years, and you know, fifteen years later, I'm still here, and I'm I'm, you know, probably kind of you know healthier than I've been in a very 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 long time so I think I think you've got to take that stuff with a with a you know 100%. pinch of salt and a grain of salt and just say do you know what yeah which is why I didn't want to know what stage I was really yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like it's kind of irrelevant and also because mine was not normal mm. I think if you took that colon tumor and put it in my colon I'd be like two or three yeah yeah, yeah. So, but then it you know it changes it so it's like I'm like I don't really want to know like I really just tell me what treatment I need to have then I'll go from there. Yeah. Like rather than getting all caught up in yeah. Yeah. even time frames. Like if he had said to me, the specialist had said, oh, you know, you need palliative care, that's mm. a whole different thing. Yes. Mm. That's, yeah. But as soon as they went and, – and, and it's so important – the, the the health professionals around you, how they're responding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, when absolutely. they're like, you know, well, we're going to do this. We're going to, if they're all like, no, oh, looking at the ground. Yes. Like, yeah. Why does he look so worried? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I need to be more worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think um, having a good team, medical team around you can really make all the difference. And yeah. it's like, it's weird to say I'm grateful, but if you have cancer and you get cancer treatment in a good hospital like the Gold Coast University Hospital, you're prioritised. If I turn up to the ED and go, I've got a temperature, mm. I'm in that waiting room for five to eight minutes tops. Yeah. And then they shuffle me out the back into my own room yes. with the door shut. Yes. And I get literally top-notch mm-hmm. like care. Yeah. There would be consi- like other diseases that have just as much impact on your body mm. that are horrible, yeah. that aren't cancer. Yeah. yeah. Those people don't get the no, same. They wait for years and they're yeah. on, in pain and yeah. they're uncomfortable yeah. and whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, it's shit to have cancer. No one wants it. Yeah. 
But I gotta say, yeah. <laughs> things happen fast. Yes, which is good. Yeah. And you just get sure. the most incredible, like fast, rapid treatment because they don't want it spreading. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, there's people with diseases that you know they're yeah. bed bound and mm. stuff, yeah. and people aren't racing to get their it's, treatment it's, done. Um, for them. Yeah, that there's a lot of um, inconsistencies in, in, really in medicine, is. unfortunately. But yeah. So, last couple of questions. What's your proudest moment so far? In terms of all this? Uh, in anything? In terms of anything, what would you what would you say? Like, I, I know for myself, I tend to pick something that actually ends up being medical rather than, than, than you know, a lot of people would expect me to say, you know, oh, you're a Queensland record holder or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's cool stuff. But for yeah. me, like my, my proudest moment, moment is actually being able to sit up unaided after, yeah. after being paralysed from the neck down for seven months. But so like everybody's got different things that they're proud yeah. of we want to know what that is for you probably the way i've conducted myself throughout this yeah yeah, yeah i love that cool. and, and i agree just awesome. you know yep. from yeah. from an outsider looking in you, you've done amazing thank you yeah. smashed it yeah. yeah and the impact that's had on other people that i didn't yeah ever anticipate would happen mm-hmm. like in terms of the messaging i get and the mm. you know people saying i got out of bed because of you yeah yeah like, what yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yay, but really yeah and 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 that's I, th- I think quite often it's from being open about about your journey and, and what you mm. go through. I mean, we get we get similar yeah. things all the yeah, time. Yeah. And whilst we d- don't ever want to be, you know, an inspiration, yeah, you know, yeah, but, uh, it's a bit cringy. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, to know that you've actually made a difference in someone's life and, and made an impact that's actually seriously made a difference for them, and it's it's a good feeling. Yeah. It is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely. also given me so much gratitude. I mean, I was a grateful person before. I've never mm-hmm. not lived with gratitude. Yeah, but like, mm, it's just gone up like a million. Percent, yeah. Having this happen because, and it's interesting now when I look at other people's lives, I'm like, why don't you just, why don't you just, whatever it is, I'm thinking, ask the, why don't you ask the girl out, go get the new job, mm. go do whatever it is, like, yep. time's ticking, yeah, 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 yeah. it's not, yeah. yeah, they're like, I'll do it tomorrow, mm. yeah. oh, that can wait, uh, actually, it can't, can't. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. yeah, you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, yeah. and yeah. it made me proud too. Of I remember sitting with the specialist when they said, This is going to sound so bad, when they said, you know, it was stage four, and the first thing I thought of, and this is not about him, but I thought, God, I'm glad I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> because once I divorced him and it was a wonderful marriage for a very yeah. long time, but I outgrew him. Yeah. A lot of people stay. Mm. Yeah. And I just went, for me to grow and turn into who I need to be, I can't mm-hmm. do it in this marriage. Yeah, no matter yeah, how, yeah. whatever, how we look at it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So when I left him, I did all the things that I've done in the last, like, since 2016. Yes. I'm yeah. like, thank God. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't go home going, I didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, make, and making that choice for yourself has probably led to you being as, you know, the, the person that you are today, which has allowed you to get through this journey in, in the way that you have. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, what's at the top of it? So there's um, travel. Travel? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Do you have a, do you have a place specifically that you want to go to? So I have a friend who I've been ta- has the same cancer, mm-hmm. gone through the exact same journey. She's still doing it, so am I. And she's in the states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's going to come here. Cool. Then I'm going to awesome. go there. Yeah. Awesome. Whereabouts in the states? She is in. Oh, I should know that answer. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to watch this. Sorry, Emily. Um, 
Georgia. Georgia. Oh, Georgia. My favourite place. Yeah. I love Georgia. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think it's Georgia. And then we said this morning that we'd then, after that, go to Bali together. Ah, oh, I love that. Awesome. Cool. There you Excellent. Go. That sounds like good plans to yeah, me. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, last question. So what's next for Julie Lindsay? What's so, coming up? I'm in a bit of a not sure phase. Yeah, okay. Because I'm going to wait and see how I feel after chemo. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I'm not even really thinking about work yet. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to work somewhere at some point. But I don't even want to go for jobs yet until those scans are done. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. once the scan – I don't want to start up something. And I don't want to go for an interview and go, I'm on chemo. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. yes. So although I did my PT stuff, yeah. I'm not sure if I want to do that either. Yeah. Because when I started it, I was a different person to Different person to yeah, yeah, 100%. So I don't know – Work-wise, what I, I kind of want to spend the next few years doing whatever I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Why, why the hell not? You've you've got a second chance at life. Just freaking yeah. go out there and do whatever the hell you want. Embrace it. And a lot of people with stage four yeah. get reoccurrence. Yeah. So not yeah. that I'm putting that out there, but I'm being realistic that I'm going to be pretty annoyed mm. if in two years something comes back and I didn't And you anything. didn't do stuff. Didn't and do you stuff. didn't yeah. make the most of I went every got chance. got a job somewhere that's whatever. Yeah. What, no, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just whatever, yeah, whatever I kind of want to do is what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like a bloody good plan yeah. to Damn straight. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I stress myself about going and get a new house and like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Your, yeah, your priorities yeah. change with things like so this, So I'm going to do another show. Yeah. I'm going to yep. do another show. Um, I've got a new coach. Oh, nice. awesome. Excellent. Yep. And someone who has, uh, she has, she's a nurse. Yeah, as well as has the social, the, the um, health sciences stuff, and all okay. the things awesome. that I need. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Because I can't just have like a, you know. Yeah. I don't care how much experience you've got. There's a lot going on in here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you want someone that's kind of gets like from a holistic approach. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And because I've got some left leg lymphedema still, like mm-hmm. a little bit that like I wouldn't be ready for stage mm-hmm. super early yep. on. Mm-hmm. So if that kind of doesn't pan out, like if this takes forever to go down and this is taking ages, mm-hmm. I might do a novice powerlifting comp. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I the gym I'm at is powerlifting. And they're all like, when are you going to do it? <laughs> they would all be there with banners. Yeah, I love it. Oh, well, let, let us cool. know if you end up doing that. We'll yeah, come, yeah. We'll come yeah, along yeah, and support. Yeah, I love yeah that. absolutely. Yeah. The love two it. Crips team will, will yes. come and check it out for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome. I'm lifting 30 kilos. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. This has yeah, been great. Thank yeah. you, Jules. It's really good to have you in the studio and have a chat. Yes, it's mm. good to have you on. We'll um catch up with your journey a little you know, a little bit further on when yeah. if you if you um when you decide to do the comp and everything and we'll get you back on the show and yeah, talk about that a little yeah. bit and just yeah. uh, see how you're going with things. And they'll be cancer okay. free. Yes, exactly. Yes. We'll we'll celebrate with you. We'll we'll have the show a couple of drinks on tap yes. and we'll 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 have a celebratory drink with you. Let's do it. Okay. It's on. It's on. All right. Thank cool. you for coming in. Check and your we bells. Check yes, your yes, everybody. Check, yes. To toilet, go to the GP. Push the GP. If you don't like what they're saying, go to another GP. Yep. Hashtag never too young. Yeah, hundred yep. percent. Plenty. I, I have I have a friend that I went to school with. Uh, he would have been fifteen. Got diagnosed with stage four bowel cancer, and luckily he he survived through it. But my God, he had a tough journey, and it's just. But yes, it, it, it age is 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 not um is 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 not an as important a factor as people think it is. No. Yeah. Push and push and push. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Talk until you listen to. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. Yep. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Hi, everybody watching on the live. You can, you've been staying with us. <laughs> yes. I'm going to hit the button.
Oh, go on, do it, do it, do it. Like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive, <laughs> this could go anywhere. Welcome to the Soapbox Session. Did you like that one, Jules? <laughs> <laughs> so we've still got Jules sat sat here listening in for the last part of the part of yeah, the, uh, she's, she's the show. Decided so to hang out with us. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. So, so as we talked about at the beginning, we we were in Cairns over we the were. weekend. We we got there on Thursday. We did, and uh, and came back after the race on Sunday. Yes, we did. That yeah, was great. And we had this conversation. It's random the the conversations you have with airline staff on the um yes. uh, when you <laughs> on the on the six million hours that they keep you sitting on yeah, the plane the, waiting the around for yeah. yes the, for as long as I've been and I've been flying a long long time there's they have this it's like a room on the end of a uh, forklift that takes you up a room it's only just big enough for a, a for a wheelchair plus a person okay it's a room for you then it's room <laughs> it's, for it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a small person's it's room it's a little people's room <laughs> <laughs> it's this little thing and you go on this forklift and they lift you up and then they put you on the on the plane and um it's always been, as far as I know, it's always been referred to as a DPL, which is a disabled person lift. Yes. And um, we were getting off the plane the other day and I said, oh, you know, I was saying that when we arrived in Cairns on Thursday, mm-hmm. the DPL that they had for us to get off the plane, apparently they're solar powered. Who would have thunk it? I know. Who, like, this thing is the only way of us getting onto the plane, yeah. for people in wheelchairs to get onto the plane and... Mm. It's solar fucking powered. We, we're, we <laughs> arrived just in ridiculous. Arrived in Cairns. It was pissing rain, and <laughs> and and it's for some reason the solar powered thing ain't working. The solar powered DPL wasn't working. So anyway, so I was and so they got another one, and we got off the plane, and it was all good. But I was explaining to the to the lady from the airline the other day when when we got off the plane in in uh, on the Gold Coast, that and she goes, oh, we don't use DPL anymore. And I said, right, what do you okay. mean you don't use DPL? It's been DPL for as long. And she goes, Disabled oh, no. person's lift forever. No, she's like, it's a um, it's a pad now. We call it a pad. Um, personal assistance device. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we're like, okay, enough of this fluffed up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. For God's sake, what is wrong with the word disabled? What is wrong with the word disability? For I had a re- sake? Come I, on. If you follow me on my socials, I, I particularly on Instagram, um, LinkedIn, and I think on Facebook, I had a rant about this a few you weeks did. ago, you actually. Did. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I, it's. it's Personal assistance device. Look, I'm sorry, but that doesn't really describe what it is in any Mm. way, shape or form. A disabled person's lift describes exactly what it is. Why Why do people constantly feel the need to change the names and wording used for things? There is nothing wrong with pointing out the obvious. You know, if it's a lift made for people with disabilities, there is nothing wrong with saying a disabled person's lift. Exactly. What the fuck is wrong with that? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm so, I get it's so frustrated with this. You know, it's, like your post the other day, we, yeah. we constantly talk about this. People saying to us, oh, so what's your superpower? And I don't have a fucking superpower. I have a disability. You, you, yeah. you, as you said, you're not shooting lasers out of your ass anytime I, I, soon. It doesn't happen. As much as I'd like it to, it doesn't happen. 
happen. Like, just it, it, I think it's the you know, it's the the do god do gooders of the world trying to you know make things sound better and fluff Dumb. things. Yeah, yeah. and well, you know, th- yes, that there's there's a place for political correctness to a certain extent, yeah. but it's just going too far. Come yeah. on, there's there. There's nothing offensive about saying disabled persons lift. What I don't get it. Don't I get think it. people are uncomfortable. Yeah, with I, think, yeah. I think I think that's so what it is. Things to do with disabilities, they just go, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, don't want to uh, do the right wrong thing, so they fluff it. It's, 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 but I see, I find that far more offensive. That it's basically people allowing their unconscious biases mm. and their little prejudices that they don't even realise they have to guide them with what yes. think what they think that people with disabilities or <laughs> it, disabled it, people want, and it's it. We don't. We just want to be treated like everybody else. So there's nothing wrong. Oh, yes, there are some some people with disabilities that are offended by the word disability and disabled and don't identify with having a disability. But quite often they're being guided by their own internal ableism. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, yeah. I love the fact that it's an airline that's chosen to call it a pad instead of a DPL because of political correctness. That sounds horrendous. But, oh, but, but, this, but this airline... But, but this airline, <laughs> you can't... If, if you're a person with a disability... Hello. Oh, okay. Well, that was a bit weird. Right. I've, my phone is on silent, but it just um, rang through the earphones on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's how that awesome. happened. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's weird. Anyway, okay, but, cool. But if you're a person with disability on a flight, you can't go to the toilet because they don't have aisle chairs on the plane <gasps> to yeah. go to the toilet. Yeah. So so on on the way Does to yeah, on the way to Cairns, um we were waiting on the tarmac for what 50 minutes. 50 minutes. But no, on the way there, we were waiting. It took about 50 minutes. Then we were on the plane for two and a half hours. And then to get off, it was another 50 minutes the Are other end. Uh, mm. I was I was busting before I even got on the plane. Oh. So I I was I was sick. I was yeah. really unwell by the time um, mm. by the time we actually got the chance. And then then on top of that, at, at the at Cairns Airport, they didn't have our day chairs available for quite some time. So we were just stuck in the aisle chairs, the pa- the um, patient. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the the transfer chairs, so we weren't able to get ourselves to the bathroom or anything. So it I, it, it made me incredibly sick. I was getting yeah. shaky. And yeah, and I'm uh, meanwhile I'm sitting there going, "Get her off the plane. She's going to pee herself next to me." And but, but, but <laughs> I think what what they don't understand is they they think it's literally just a case of you know you might pee yourself. They don't get no. that actually for for paraplegics and quadriplegics it can actually be a deadly situation it can be fatal it yeah, can, yeah it can because it you makes your blood pressure rise quickly do you not find people in general struggle with mm. how to deal with people with disabilities yeah yeah sometimes like it's it's definitely getting better and there's been a lot of improvement but there's um there's still things like that where needs haven't been taken into consideration yeah. properly and then there's so much discomfort around that for, for you know for that reason that they they kind of feel like oh shit what am I supposed to do now but yeah it's um mm. it's a tough one yeah I was at the hospital in a wheelchair because I'd had radiation and I was at the point where I couldn't walk because mm. of the blistering yeah and it was a long trip from radiation down to the chemist and I was with my partner at the time and he was he was at the ward he was pushing the chair and we got there we had the script in and um, my boyfriend had the script in and the guys, the lady looked at me with my script, then looked at him and they go, has she had this before? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we get we get that all the time. Because you're in a wheelchair, you can't possibly speak for yourself. <laughs> Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the, 
my because my Christy, my wife's able bodied, yeah, and we get that all the time. You know, I can we'll, we'll go out for dinner and it'll be like, Oh, what would he like for <gasps> dinner? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I shit you not, no. And then and then it'll happen, it, ha- it happens when we go out together because obviously we we're both asked. the same. Adam, Adam, every time is they always go to the man first. We, oh, we were, at, we were at an electronic store, which I won't mention. Good few years ago now, because yeah. you needed a new computer screen. Yes, and um, and like this guy was like, uh, I was like, oh, it's for her, rah, 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 and oh, I'm asking the questions. Yeah, you're yeah. asking, and then he's looking at me, talking to me about it. I'm like, mate, I don't know shit about this. You need to be talking to her, <laughs> I, and I'm not backwards in coming forwards, and, and like I'm just, me, I'm just, just like, for fuck's sake, I'm here. Talk, <laughs> talk to me. I'm here, but yeah, it's um, I mean, it, I it's crazy because I went. That is, yeah. It's, it's, out, it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's crazy how it's... But once again, people aren't doing it on purpose. They're no. not They're not doing it to be offensive. They don't realise. No. They they just... They don't realise that they're doing it. But yeah, it's it's crazy that it still happens this day and age. But I've even no. worked with non-verbal people, like zero ability to communicate, no blinking, no anything. And mm. I'm doing an assessment on that person's living situation or whatever. Yeah. And I would always address the conversation yeah. to the person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 100%. Because I used to think, imagine if that was me and I'm mm-hmm. laying there going... I'm here. Why isn't she talking yeah. to me? Yeah. I've had parents go, that he doesn't understand what you're saying. Mm. Wow. Wow. Oh and and that's really another care. thing. Keep talking to him. Mm. I, I think that's, it, it's a, it that's must important. be so hard for somebody who is nonverbal because, you know, more oh. often than not, they, they mentally, they understand exactly everything that's going on. They just can't speak to yeah. communicate what they want to say. Yeah. And th- that would, th- I think that would drive me up the bloody wall yeah. because that it's, th- it's, you know, those other people's assumptions that you're 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 not intelligent when you bloody are. It's you know fucking people. Open your eyes to the to the wider world. <laughs> or put yourself in the person's exactly. shoes. Exactly. So yeah. if you were unable to speak, does that mean that you necessarily wouldn't be able to think? No. No. And exactly. even if the person, because my sister would look like she didn't, you know, have the ability to speak or whatever. But you, you could say, Lisa, pick the glass up. She picked the glass yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow instructions. Yeah, yeah. What chocolate yeah. do you want? She'd know it straight away. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I'd know that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, fun times. Fun times. What being stuck at the airport and yes. not being able to get off the plane yeah. or <laughs> uh, all of the above. Yeah. yeah. So I remember back in the day, I used to I used to spend a lot of time in Sydney, like once or twice a month, I'd be in Sydney for camps or competition or something like that. But show off old old days in <laughs> Sydney airport. You could be you'd be there like this is before cabin crew cleaned the plane. Um, You'd have cleaners like vacuum the floor under your feet, and like because you were still on the plane an hour after it landed, like at least waiting, you're waiting for someone to come in, waiting for somebody with an old chair. Yeah, yeah. You still get that now, though, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's not as bad. It's not as, as, as bad. It, as it doesn't be, happen as often, but yeah. certain airlines, like the ones we flew on to Cairns, Jetstar, not saying anything. Meh. <laughs> Jetstar. <laughs> Jetstar. We've yeah. all, we've had issues with these guys. Let's anyway, Jetstar. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, by the way, Jetstar, I'm going to call you out. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 done with being quiet about yeah. this. But we were told by certain people who are in the know with this stuff that Jetstar used to have aisle chairs available on their planes on their smaller aircraft. Yep. However, they choose not to anymore. So. Please explain to us people with disabilities and the families of those people and the people that love and care about them and travel with them, why on earth it is okay to take away our ability to go to the fucking toilet. That's bad. I'm sorry. Not okay. Not okay. I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. It's not okay. 
Anyway, sorry. We'll deal with this. Are again. you okay? No, I'm not. I'm angry. I'm oh. really fucking angry about it. I can it. see the steam I'm, coming I, out through yeah, your Yeah, I'm just. I I don't know why they feel they have the right to do that. Yeah. And it's 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 a money decision, and it's fucking disgusting that you're putting very 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 small financial gain over mm. the top of the right of people to toilets and the, and the, and yeah. the safety it's, it's, and, and it's, and it's safety. a safety thing yeah. you know like I, I when i had to drag myself down to the toilet the last jet star flight we did i ended up with cuts on my hands and having to crawl through pee at the bottom of the of the, of the toilet in order to be able to go and that shouldn't happen to anyone and i'm one of the lucky ones because i have the ability to do that yeah many do not correct and and mm. Once again, with autonomic dysreflexia and other issues for um, people with paraplegia and, and quadriplegia, you are putting people's lives at risk. So, hundred percent, sort yourselves out. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's yep. bad. It's disgusting. Anyway, sorry, Should we move I, on? I'm done with my rant. All right, cool. I think we've. <laughs> I got a bit serious, then. I'm sorry, no, but yeah, serious. I just that it just drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yes. I'm done with that bit. GPLs <laughs> versus pads. Yeah, that I I went off on I'm like pad tie. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's come for tie? After this, oh yes, please. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on. I know a good uh, Thai restaurant. Sounds Madra, good. Madrabar. Okay, yeah. we were talking so about that earlier. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, do we it. were. We're gonna All do right. it. All right. Actually, I, I had um, beef rendang for you lunch. You did, and it was bloody good. Yeah, so you good. Can't have any of that on chemo? <sighs> oh, even like the slightest bit of curry because it's just yeah. your stomach can't yeah. handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss yeah. it so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, when when this is all <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're, this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah we're doing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's happening yeah all right where are we off to next <laughs> sorry that's my stomach <laughs> the kindness virus the kindness virus yes <clears throat> good job are you, are you making fun of me I would never make fun of you I don't so the kindness virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway final final segment of the show today the, so the kindness kind of, virus so the kindness virus is where we um shout out to people who do or organizations who do cool things have caught our eye and you know it's a bit good of a feel things. good sort of yeah. Yep. yeah because the rest of the show we just rant <laughs> so we've got to got to kind of you know finish yeah. it off with something a bit nice <laughs> try, and, try and round it off with some feel good stuff yes so yeah but um this kindness virus is all about. So when France again about kids, it's kind of like the cans special. This yes, one. it is. We were. If you've ever seen something funny, it's me trying to push a luggage trolley while pushing a wheelchair with two clothing bag, two big clothing bags, plus a racing wheelchair and uh, wheel and a wheel bag. On this trolley. Okay, so my my racing wheelchair, which is about one point seven meters long, has to mm. be stood upright yes. on its end, and it's all packaged up in a box, which looks, you know, sometimes looks a little bit like a coffin. Not Look, so much at the moment because we've so had to we've moment. had to change it. But yes, um, and that is. And you're about 30 centimetres tall, so <laughs> so basically... Hey, I'm taller uh, than you now, don't uh, start. Not, no, 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 no. You have got a bigger chair than me. You have not suddenly grown six foot. That means I still sit taller than you, which means I am taller <laughs> okay, than you. Okay, sure. You tell yourself that, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so, so we have the racing wheelchair up on its end. Then there's a big wide wheel box because they're 27-inch wheels on the, yep. on the racing chair. So basically, anyone... 
anyone who is in front of you just sees a trolley with nothing pushing it's it. It's kind of like a trolley it. moving itself because, you know, they can't see the. <laughs> so, yeah, because oh, they yeah, start, yeah. can't see, because Adam's so tiny, That's they can't hilarious. see him sat behind it. And it's a very, oh, it's a funny thing to watch people be like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on? And not realize you that called you're me pushing. tiny. Thank you. you, you you are teeny tiny. <laughs> You're kind of pint-sized. Pint-sized. Pint-sized, Adam. In, the, in a square kind Eco-friendly of Eco-friendly, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've got this trolley and I'm, and yeah, if you've ever checked into, gone to a check-in at an airport and, you know, most people have, you sort of, it's it's like a maze. You've got to weave in and out of these, you know, this. Oh, yes. The, like the tape. Yeah, tape barrier thing to get to. So I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, I'm trying not to hear people. And then and, and they're very narrow, mm. narrow kind of um, cordoned oh. off. i got to um, say, I was impressed with my I, skills. I've got to tell you, yeah. you did well. I didn't see you knock anyone over. I didn't see you fall out your chair. I didn't nah. see you drop anything off the trolleys. That, nah. It was bloody good going. Boys got skills. Yeah, Boys got have, skills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And anyway, so this lady, well, with it, we got to the end of the line and this lady motions. She goes, come in here. And I said, no, no. I said, you know... I'm not about taking the piss. I don't want to, you know, push in front, of push everyone. in front of other people. And mm. there were six million other people, and we were there way early. We like really we were, early. but the queue was still long. The, yeah, like yeah. when we joined the queue, they hadn't even opened out the check-in for our flight yet. We were only about five minutes off. But, and I said, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And anyway, so few, you've gone down a few more, gone down a few more, and then these people go, come in here, come in here, and like, it, we must have skipped. 60 people. But it wasn't... The the thing that was nice about all these people offering mm. to let us in is there wasn't a single person in that queue that didn't say to us, no, yep. go ahead, go go in front of us. And that's I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Really? You, yeah, usually when we're going down, you know, weaving in and out of things at the airport, everybody's so rushed to get to their flight and they, yeah. d- they don't care. They're just like, meh, they ignore the people that are clearly struggling. Mm. And, like, we, d- we don't like to take the piss with that stuff. And, and, and you know, quite often we'll get led to the front of the queue for so many different things and we're like well no we're, we're quite capable of waiting yeah. you know, they're the yeah, same yeah. as anyone else we're, we got we're, seat, we've man. got seats we're comfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're comfy yeah, yeah. We, we don't mind doing it however on this occasion it is hard to get through mm. you know those cordons and barriers and bloody maze type mm. um, um, queuing things yeah. so so, yeah. so they, they the, a second person's like come in here come in here I'm like no 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 come in here and and a few other people like no do it do it so I did it anyway and you know it, it meant that we weren't sitting in the queue for a long period of time and, and it meant you didn't have to go through a million more bloody corners yeah, and, and corners, around yeah. around all the um, my cornering game was strong but yes, you know but, but I, um, I reckon the only reason they let us do that is because they were scared you were going to knock someone over probably with that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but anyway we just want to we want to thank those guys that if allowed us to do that and every person in that queue watching. that didn't um, didn't complain about about us going ahead of you mm-hmm. which you know quite often happens we we, we really really appreciate we do that. thank I you believe someone would complain oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean people. someone's always going to complain exactly about yeah it's yeah, an people. airport and people running late people are stressed people have the shit a lot of stress yeah generally do yeah. you find it irritating offensive or helpful if people jump in to help when you may not really need it uh it, it's it's gem <laughs> We don't mind people asking us if we need help, but yep. people that jump in and uh, try to take over, yeah. it's it 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 more often than not ends up being detrimental to the way we do things. Sometimes it can make it harder. It for can us. make it harder. I for mean, us. if I 
got a bag on a trolley and I drop the bag off the trolley and you know they help that's that's great but you know if somebody just comes in barges in grab the trolley and or you know yeah sometimes it, it actually and you know if I'm getting my chair out of a car out of the car as an example and somebody just walks up and grabs a chair and tries to tell me it's actually it, it screws with my flow because I've yeah. got a, a way I do things there's, there's certain ways that we, we need to sort of mm. stack things or do things or you know put mm. things in the car whatever it is you and if so that we can yeah so that we can do things the way we need to do it so that yep. we can access them um, and um, unfortunately when somebody takes over it means that they're uh, you know preventing us from being being able to do what we need to do the other end so yeah. um it, it often happens somebody will come up and see you pushing up a hill and just come up and start pushing you in your chair and then they start catching your front wheels on every crack and almost tip you out the chair and it's thank you for the help we appreciate yeah, it but yeah. at the same time ask first yeah, yeah. so that yeah sometimes it yeah sometimes it can be a pain in the ass but I, I, we we understand that people are doing it to be genuine and kind yeah. and helpful however just just ask if, if we need help we'll say yes brilliant thank you and if if we say no it's it, please don't be offended that we're saying mm. no it's there will be a reason why we're, we're saying no it's important yeah and i do i do feel because some people you say oh no thank you i'm good and some people automatically get offended yeah, when you do. say no and that's not what we want because we we want people to yeah. feel comfortable feel in comfortable asking, asking if we, yeah. it, you know, asking if we need a hand. But sometimes it's it's, it's just, just easier just, if yeah, we do things absolutely. for ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, cool. Hey, um, is that the whole show today? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 Well, anyway, I, I, I feel like we're going a bit stir crazy, and we've probably been on the air a bit long. So <laughs> yeah, we, we need to get out of here. We do. We do. Yeah. All right. So if you like uh, what you heard today, if you want to follow us, jump on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, uh, where else are we? No, that's uh, it. That's, <laughs> that's it. And, uh, Online. Queen Leo 74. Uh, yes, yeah, so and, and follow yes, this and young lady. Follow, follow young Julie here. She's, yes, like Queen young. Queen <laughs> Queen Leo 74 on Instagram, yeah. Excellent. Um, and, yes, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, for God's sake. You can find us at um, two crips, one pair of legs, dot one pair of legs on Instagram. Careful, you're going to get us banned again. Shh. <laughs> two crips dot one. You got us banned. What are you talking about? It was my account, but you did the, you well, did the dirty posted, work. Well, it's not my fault that you linked your bloody Facebook account to the... Oh, that's all right. I'm happy to link yours to it. You can do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sorcerer milk table one. <laughs> Um, and you can find us on Facebook at uh, Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast. Excellent. Until um, next time. See ya. Peace. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us. And of course, to the legends at Podfire for making all of this come to life. If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page, twocrips.oneparoflegs, and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. <laughs>